Let's continue on learning. Learning God's, um, knowing God's plan as brought down by Rabbi Moshe Chaim Luzato of Shalom, the Ramchal. And so now we continue here and the rabbi is now saying, the rabbi says now, we must also understand that this whole system governing what happens in this world is totally dependent on God's will. No part of it can have any existence or permanence except through his will, which rules with infinite omnipotence. God spoke and everything came into being. He commands and everything continues to exist. So therefore, the force of God's will can be recognized in every element of the system. It is only his will that allows the whole system to exist as it is, with all its components and details. And this parallels the way his will sustains every quality and detail of created beings. Neither these beings themselves nor any aspect of them have any existence except through his will. And so the student says, this is all very clear to me and I have no doubt concerning it. The rabbi then responds and says, I would like to explain this principle in more detail. You will then understand something very profound. You will also understand what our sages meant when they said, God is the place of the world, but the world is not his place. And so there's nothing other than God that must exist. Everything else exists only because of his will. As a result, the entire creation continuously depends on God's will for his existence. So therefore, we say that everything in existence depends on his word. Our sages use such terminology when they describe the upper waters of creation as suspended by his word. We see this in Bereshit Rabbah. In the same vein, they said, upon what is the world supported? Upon pillars, the pillars on the water, the water on the mountains, the mountains on the wind, the wind on the storm. And the storm is suspended on God's arm. And similarly, they said in Yalkut a man must be under the load he is supporting. But God is above what he supports, as it says in the verse, and under his arms is the world. We see this in the book of Devarim. They use the allegory of God supporting every element of existence while at the same time standing above it and so it says here in the footnote that god supporting the world is an allegory for the fact that he gives existence and life to the entire creation however he is elevated above the entire universe in his infinite perfection and therefore is described as standing above what he is actually supporting and so to continue the general principle the sages are referring to is exactly what i have been describing since god in no way had to bring into being anything he created the world's existence is supported only by the fact that god's indivisible will wants it to exist it's very important for you to understand that only god's will and decree allow a place for all of existence without this there will be no place for anything at all and so therefore although god has obviously always existed the created world only came into being at a certain point in time. And this opposes the heretical view that since God has always existed, so too the world must always have existed. The truth is that God desired and decreed that the world should exist. There was no place for anything except God to exist. In fact, on the level of God's infinite being, created things have no place whatsoever. They are not rooted in his inner nature as the actions and character traits of a person are rooted in that person's personality. Rather, it's obvious that only God must necessarily exist and nothing else. 
Only when God decided to create the world and decreed that it should come into existence was there a place for everything to exist and not before that. So thus, when he decreed all this, he created a space for all of the subsequent constructs. And you should also understand that although we know that God rejoices over everything he has created and that his creation served to glorify his name, as it says, may God's glory always be revealed and may he rejoice over his creations. This should not make us think that before the world existed, he lacked this glory, this joy or glory, Hasra Shalom. We have already explained that within God's simple essence, there is no place for any created thing since created things have no association with him. When he desired that the world should exist, this desire created a situation in which the world could serve, as it were, as a source of joy and glory to him. It's clear that this desire is what gives existence to all created things. And in this sense, we can say that his desire is incomplete unless these creations actually exist. And this can be compared to a space that has been designated for the construction of buildings, which is considered empty until it's filled by the buildings. So here's a footnote that says that before God's desire decreed that there should be a space for the world, nothing was lacking. Only when a place was, de was designated for the world can we say in some sort of sense that his desire is incomplete until that world becomes complete. Even then, it only seems that way from our point of view, because in reality, God is totally unaffected by all this, since his infinite essence is totally beyond this world. And so it can, he, the rabbi continues and says, not only are all created entities dependent for their existence on God's desire that they should exist, but the entire system that governs the world with all its various rules also exists only as a consequence of God's desire that created entities should exist. And so when we speak of the system that governs the world, we mean all the different emanations that we mentioned previously, which, as we know, operate in our limited level and not on God's level. So therefore, it is clear that God brought into being all these emanations only because of this desire that there should be created entities. They do not have to exist and the way that God's simple essence has to exist. They are two, they too are among the buildings needed to fill the space created by God's desire that the world should exist. It is obvious that both the created entities and the creative forces are necessary to fill this desire. We have only explained this subject sufficiently for our needs. The student then replies and says, I am fully satisfied with your explanation of this subject. And so, Bezat Hashem will continue. There's a footnote here that I want to bring out that says that once God brought into being the desire that there should be created entities, he created through his will all the forces and laws necessary to fulfill this desire. Baruch Adonai Leolam, Amen ve Amen.